When you solve problems, do you think out of the box? In fact, do you take a sledgehammer to the box and pulp it? If so, then you're an innovative problem solver, according to the Curtain Adapter Innovator Theory, or KAI. Or do you prefer to be creative by looking at what's worked in the past and extend that success through continuous improvement? Are you the one admired for building impressive, thick-walled, rebar-reinforced boxes? Then according to the KAI theory, you're an adaptive problem solver. To be successful, of course, we need both styles. But as you'd expect, those of us making better beautiful boxes don't always appreciate a sledgehammer through the front door on a Monday morning. So how should innovators and adapters work with each other for the greatest mutual benefit? Well, you're about to find out one half of the answer. In an earlier episode, part one, we heard from an innovator's perspective. In part two, Sandy gives us the adapter's perspective. We join that conversation already in progress. So, Sandy, then, why don't you tell us a little bit then about how you prefer to solve problems? How I prefer, how I prefer to solve problems. Uh, because I am, um, I guess, adaptive, uh, I've, I feel like sometimes I'm not very creative. So if you came to me with something for me to solve, I would probably go two routes depending on what the issue was. The first would be I would rely on my past experience and I would um, look at what I had done before and uh, look at was it successful, um, was it not successful, you know, why was it successful, why was it not successful, and hopefully be able to pull something as a basis and to build from that. If I have no clue um, and you ask me something and I have no clue, I've never done it before, I am probably going to Google something on the internet or I'm going to do some research and look over the topic and read some different information from different people that are successful and see if I can find the answer that I'm looking for or finding something close to the answer for that I'm looking for. And then I probably would go to one of my coworkers or teammates that I know, uh, this is a strength for them. And uh, I would probably talk it over with them mm. and say, hey, this was brought to my attention. If it's something I'm real comfortable with, I'm going to go on and solve it. If it's something I'm not so comfortable with, after I gather the information, I'm going to go talk to someone that I know that that's something they're really good at. Mm. And I'm going to discuss it with them mm -hmm. and see what they think. Most of the time, they'll say, yeah, you're on the right track. And they'll give me a couple of suggestions. And then I go from there. Okay. How would you describe the climate in terms of adaption or innovation within your organization? I definitely have been lucky in that I have gravitated toward uh, jobs um, or a career that is very adaptive. And so where I work is a manufacturing facility and we are very adaptive. Mm. You know, everything is based on, you know, producing a product and you have certain 
steps you have to follow, certain systems you have to follow, um, certain compliance issues. Uh, it's not a company or a business where I can just walk in and say, I'm going to change everything today. Everything is looked at and it has to see, you have to look at how it's interdependent with other items or parts of the process. And so for me, I'm, I'm at home. Right. Uh, this, is a, this is a good fit for me. Right. Very comfortable. Right. And, but ha- have there been times where either you've worked in a place where your preferred style clashes, say, with the, with, uh, the majority that you see out there? Yes. Um, recently in the department that I work in, uh, I worked for a manager that was an innovator hmm. and we did clash sometimes. My, uh, I think he, uh, he got frustrated with me. Not that I'm against change. I just need to know why you're yeah. going to make the change. Don't come in and just say you're going to change everything, especially I'm very protective of the environment that I work in. And so change has to be for a reason. It has to add value. It has to improve the way that our employees do their job. Uh, or improve the way, you know, that we meet the needs of our customer. So it was a very interesting couple of years, but it was really good. Um, he has moved to another position in the company and um, really was a good guy, but we just kind of con- had conflicts over sometimes, you know, when he wanted to make change. I am working for a new manager who is also, I would say, innovative. And I've learned a lot from the previous experience and I'm, I'm more open to it right now. And so I'm being um, a little bit less hesitant to say what I think and sit back and just kind of take it all in and ask myself, why am I worried about this? And if I am, then I need to have a discussion, you know, with that person and make sure we keep that communication open. The uh, experience I had previously uh, was a little uncomfortable and frustrating for me and yeah. probably for him also, <laughs> but it was a, it was a huge learning experience for me. And so I think it's going to improve my relationship with other people that don't see things the way I do. Oh, that's, uh, I that's I was pretty good at that, but I, I, I think I wasn't. Those are some good tips there. And then about in terms of if you're working with somebody who's on the more adaptive side and you're looking to change the way things are currently done, you need to have supported reasons as to what are the benefits of the change mm-hmm. and why they should be done. Very Definitely. good. So that takes us on to the next question then, Sandy. What are the peaks and valleys of having a more adaptive style in the in the workplace? I guess the peaks would be um, if you are looking for someone to help you make improvements and you're not going to make a lot of change. I think I'm I'm very effective and successful at doing that. And so unfortunately or fortunately, I've been with this company for a while. And so people come to me for the history. That's been really nice that people have uh, wanted to know what my opinion is, or they've come to me to contribute to a situation. Um, I would say the valley sometimes are, um, I I probably am harder on myself um, than others are, but not feeling like I have the ability to be as creative or innovative um, as other people are. I'm a little envious, you know, that I can't come up with that great 
you know, new idea. And sometimes uh, that is a little frustrating, uh, but then you just have to figure out where, where am I going to fit in here? You know, what can I do to contribute? And one thing I've done um, is to really take advantage of the people that I work with, especially if they've got strengths that I don't have, really include them in any process that I work in. Uh, and that's that's been a positive. A negative is sometimes when I'm with a group that's as a whole more innovative, sometimes I guess I get frustrated because I don't understand where they're coming from. Mm. And they don't get, they don't, they don't understand where I'm coming from, you know, it's, and uh, so you have to definitely work on those relationships and kind of identify what the issues are so you can move forward. That is fantastic answer. What recommendations would you have to say those are on the more innovative side? How, what should they do in order to make the most of those with a more adaptive problem solving style? I thought about that a little bit, and an example that came to mind, um, well, probably about a year ago, I used the KAI with a small team, six people, six or seven, a half were innovators, maybe three, and the four were adapters or adaptive, and then the leader is also a is very um, innovative, but he has a good feel, you know, for people and what their strengths are. So we went over it and, um, and this was after he had had a couple of meetings and he found out that the people that preferred or that were adaptive were kind of sitting back and not saying anything and not participating. So we talked about that and, and, and we talked about, you know, one thing you can do is just Make sure that before you talk about a change or something new or something new you want to work on, that you prepare them or introduce it ahead of time and give them a little time to think about it. That makes it, that gives them time to kind of look at past experience, figure out what they think the best solution will be. You can't move quickly. I'm not saying that you need to take forever to introduce a new change. However, you know, if you came in today and told me we're going to make a major change and it starts tomorrow as someone that is adaptive, I would have a really difficult time with that because, you know, I've got all those questions like why and what's the purpose and, you know, is this the best team, the best thing that we're doing for everybody for the company? Uh, So you have to have a little bit of time to process that and you have to go a little bit slower than maybe someone that, you know, is innovative would um, approach the problem. For us, efficiency, for me, I can't talk for everyone, but I feel like a part of being someone that's adaptive is I'm also efficient, you know, and I talked about, um, you know, I see my role is um, not being as creative or I think I'm creative, but I'm creative in that I focus on continuous improvement. And so I'm always looking at efficiency. And so just be aware that efficiency is really important. You know, if you're talking about this huge change and I see that I'm going to have to do all this work that I may not see that, you know, it's not value added. We're just going through the motions or maybe we could take a shortcut or, you know, I'm probably not going to be on board with that change or that solution. And then um, 
ask them if you want them to be involved ask them for their their viewpoint you know talk about you know what do you think would be a practical practical <laughs> way to handle things you know or an efficient way or what's worked in the past and what hasn't worked and why do you think so um, you know that way they feel like they're making um, they're providing input and they're making a difference and they're contributing and then um, the other advice I guess I would give to someone that's innovative, who's working with someone that's adaptive, is to um, do include them and collaborate with them. Don't leave them out of the process. I think that's real important, too. Sometimes when you're brought in as kind of a last minute and then, you know, you're perceived as being resistant or, you know, causing roadblocks with your questions and being left out, I think that's just very um, ineffective uh, in trying to solve the problem. Okay, so, so let, let me let me tell you then the, the, the four things I got out of what you just said, uh, efficient. This is where adapters can be very, very useful. If you want something that's efficient, which makes the most of the uh, resources available. If it's practical, if you want something that's practical, i.e. can be implemented rather than fantasy. If you want the lowest risk route to success because uh, adapters have, are building on past successes rather than doing experimentation. And then finally then, involvement at the early stage will increase the ownership of any changes that need to be done, as well as making sure that any changes that need to be done are efficient and practical and the lowest risk. Excellent interpretation of all those things I said. Fantastic. <laughs> what tips and tricks or coping strategies would you pass on to other high adapters, particularly those who are maybe entering the workforce um, and early into their career? I think um, don't change who you are and don't be afraid to speak up. But I think um, sometimes I found myself being adaptive that I react to change without listening to everything and seeing the big picture. And so before I would react and um, comment, I probably would ask for some more information and ask for questions and then figure out how I can be a part of that. Uh, what information can I supply? All the things you talked about, how we can be efficient. Is this something that we want to implement quickly, practical, low risk? I would ask, what what is it I can provide? I think I, I would ask the why. I think that's real important because sometimes I think you just have to make that connection. Uh, if you can show me why, then it makes I'm more open to change and um, and doing things differently because again, I'm not against change. I'm just against um, just complete change for change's sake. So explain to me why, and if I can, you know, again make that connection, I'll be great. And then probably my biggest secret, and I kind of hate to share it, but <laughs> it's so easy, is that um, it took me a while. When I was younger, I know a lot of the people that I worked for, we spent a lot of time trying to improve my skills in areas that I really wasn't very good at. And then several years ago, I 
got a copy of Strength Finder from someone that I worked for. And he said, you know, he says, you're really good at, you know, several things. I mean, you're really good. And he goes, I feel like you beat yourself up because you're not good at these other things and you'll make comments. So I read the book and took the test and found out, you know, and it, it reinforced what I already knew. And so know what your strengths are. And if you can't do something, collaborate, Mm. collaborate, collaborate, collaborate. I have, I am so lucky. I have a coworker, teammate that is an innovator. He is very innovative. And um, I work with him on everything. And um, he comes to me and says, okay, before I do this crazy thing, I want to talk to you and see what you think about this. Tell me what's going to work, what might not work. I I just want to look at it from all sides. So collaborate. I would probably say that's the key thing. Sandy, thank you for participating. And if you're interested in the innovator's perspective, you'll find a link in the show notes. If you're interested in knowing whether you're a creative innovator or a creative adapter, have a look at the website, therightpoint.com. Or you can send me an email and the links are in the show notes.